What's up, guys, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Binge Mode made its grand return earlier this month, and Mallory Rubin and Jason Concepcion are deep diving on the Star Wars franchise, covering every movie, the newly released Disney Plus series The Mandalorian, and fan-favorite characters. You can check out new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. And up on the site, we have more Mandalorian coverage written by Micah Peters, Allison Herman, and Ben Lindbergh, as well as staff-wide surveys throughout the season. You can check it all out on TheRinger.com. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And you guys, this is it. We're doing a mailbag episode. So thank you guys for like being really nice and answering our call for questions. We were really worried there for a second. We were. We were going to just make some up. (laughs) Uh, But we didn't have to. It's not like over 100 questions. It's amazing. (laughs) Thrilling. Every time you hear the bell, we're going to move on to the next question. We've got Steve filling in for Kaya today. So we're going to talk shit about Kaya. It's going to be about half the episode. Um, But he's going to have his hand on the bell. He's ready to go. Yes. Uh, So we're just going to roll through some of these great questions. Yes. And disclaimer, I really sincerely apologize if I mispronounce any of your names or Twitter handles. You can yell at me about that later, but I'll do my best. Please do. Okay. To start us off, start us on a really good note. We're going to do a lightning round of behind the scenes of Tea Time. A lot of you guys are curious about, you know, how the sausage is made. Yes. And it is an artistic (laughs) process. So Mary Pritchard said, please give us a breakdown behind the scenes and look at how you create your podcast. Who comes up with the topics? How do you assign them? And where do you do research? Kate? Research. Such a strong word. We do do a lot of research. I do a phenomenal amount of research. Liz does so much research. She goes like 30 pages deep into JustJared.com. It's JustJared and Veg News. Those are our Bibles (laughs) at tea time. She also watches like long ass videos of like makeup gurus. Remember the James Charles? Incredible. Never forget. Never forget. Um, The truth is honestly that like at this point in tea time over the past year, we've been doing this for almost an entire year, which is why we're doing the mailbag. It's devolved into kind of an ongoing chaotic group chat that yes. plays out over four different platforms. So it's mostly <laughs> on Slack when we're at work. Yeah. We've got an Instagram group chat for like Jason Derulo's just nude photos. Nude photos. <laughs> we just have to just get off of the work platform. Yeah. yeah. We've got a, a Twitter one that we occasionally use. And yeah. then we do have a text one that we also occasionally use yeah. for like really breaking news. <laughs> um, so it really depends. Sometimes we have several ones going at once, which is really confusing when you're like trying to find where we were talking about something. I think I really wanted you guys to know that John Legend had one sexiest man alive. Yes. And I sent it to you like on Every on single all platform. of them. <laughs> I think when Liam and Miley broke up as well, we had at least like three different yes. platforms going. There are a couple going. of alarm bells that go off at yes. any hour. We talk pretty much all day long, every single day of the work week. Yes. And then sometimes like a special category, like if I say a wildly unpopular opinion, that becomes like the hot take. Right. Or when we're confused by something, that becomes investigates. But it changes a little bit. It does. The outline is kind of in the works throughout the week and yeah. just like very fluid. And then usually Kaya's like, guys, this is going to be a 20-minute pod. Like we <laughs> have to add another segment <laughs> yeah. and we're like okay what do we want to know about and then we get things like wildlife news right and, yeah. <laughs> and now we have a strong enough br- internal brands not to the outside world but to each other we have strong <laughs> enough brands where if I see something that's very Amelia related I'll yeah. just put it in blue we go right. by color on the outline mm-hmm. and then when I see anything absolutely cursed I give it to Kate yes. and that's how my creative <laughs> process works yes I it works that. out fabulously okay next question comes from AP at Power Ginge. Uh, uh, 
How did Liz Kelly get the Welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network gig? Did she have to do voice tests? <laughs> Who else was up for the job? And then I wish I was that confident in the sound of my voice. Great question. Yeah, I also wish I was that confident in the sound <laughs> of my voice. <laughs> Liz Kelly was born with the voice of an angel. And that's Truly. the only answer to this question. <laughs> I went through a rigorous um, auditioning period and um, got seven calls backs. And now I'm extremely thankful to Bill Simmons who put me in that position. And that's wow. that answer. That was really good. Um, Liz, if you left the ringer tomorrow, who would do the thing? It's got to be Sean Fennessy. It does have to He does He's have, really, the, I think, the next best podcast very voice. Calming. Very calming. Oh, that's, that's true. That's You're true. You're right. That's a good answer. Yeah. Do you think he would have time to do it? No, definitely not. <laughs> I'll phone in from wherever I am also, in the world. Quick shout out to the guy who tweeted and deleted the question. Are you the same Liz Kelly that does the podcast <laughs> introductions? <laughs> imagine if she wasn't. There like, were two. First of all, imagine if there were two Liz Kellys at the ringer, which we have like seven Dannys. So like that is possible. <laughs> yeah. Funny. But imagine if there were two people with such a heavenly voice. Ha ha ha. There is like people do comment that like Liz Kelly on Tea Time is different than the Liz Kelly that they encounter in the day-to-day really? life of the ringer.com. Yes, I'm a very Wait, serious individual she at is, work. She's very professional. Oh, oh. And then on here, she's like yelling about all sorts of cursed topics. Yeah. I thought you meant like your voice changes and I was like oh, no. I think you what? should start doing that you should start doing a different voice for the podcast intros than you do for tea time um, think I'll about think it about it Thanks. okay Steve there you go <laughs> uh, Panda Beer oh asked do Liz and Kate actually not like each other do you want to answer that this one this is a serious question he like <laughs> really thought we actually really don't like each other I thought half of these were like jokes I think this one was real oh oh my god I know do we come across as enemies <laughs> yes we do yeah, I we genuinely do. hate you so <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. We have a tape line, like, in the middle of our office, like you do in, like, your room when you're sharing it with your sister. Yeah. Where you duct tape down the middle, and, like, the microwave is hers, and the fridge is mine. That's the problem, is we share an office as well. So it's just constant bickering. I'm single white femaleing Liz, where I'm just, like, slowly taking over her office. And then one day, I'm just going to be in her chair. And... It's all it's all part of the process. No, yes. but really though, in all seriousness, we all love each other on tea time. We consistently are like, this is the best part of my week. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, far. Like I we're like it. having a really long day. We're like in a lot of meetings and we come in and we're like, all, all right, right, actually though, yell about Pete Davidson for an hour. <laughs> it's so cathartic. Yeah, that's another behind the scenes look. Normally we have to sage the room of our bad spirits and <laughs> negative do. thoughts, play some pop music. Sometimes, sometimes we do like stretch. some lunges. Yeah, yeah we a little do. yoga. Yeah, we, do, we, we really do. do. Chug some Starbucks. It's oh. a whole process. Um, and to end this lightning round that wasn't even that lightning S. <laughs> um, a PSA for those who asked about my Paul Rudd hatred. It is real. That part is genuine. Yes. You will find out in due time when yes. all of you are ready why I hate him to my core. So and that's why you need to keep subscribing and listening to this podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. And when that time comes, uh-huh. I have a four-page outline with evidence. She really does. <laughs> it's just waiting I'm to so be excited. released upon the world. You've seen it. I can't wait. Okay. Moving right along. This is serious, you guys, okay? We gave this a lot of thought. We're going to keep going with questions. Turkey-based hater. I wish that wasn't the the next one that I said (laughs) after we took this seriously. Turkey-based hater, because we're professionals, said, who is the all-time ultimate tea time guest? Do each of the hosts have a different pick, or is it just Sophie Turner? Amelia, want to start? I honestly, when this person said Sophie Turner, I was like, oh my— Truly perfect. I can't, she would be a great guest. I can't think of another one as good as Sophie Turner. So good job, turkey-based hater. <laughs> you nailed it. She would be a great tea time guest. Right? She would because she's not afraid to talk shit. Right. Yes. Okay, you know who else isn't afraid to talk shit? I took this very seriously. At first, I was like, what celebrity do I just want to hang out with? Like, who do I sure. just want to come in and, like, hang out with us for an hour? But then I was like, no. It's about the content. 
It's not about who I just want to hang out with. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, what celebrity has the right blend of like meme awareness, mm. just total lack of tact, mm. just like <laughs> we'll talk shit about anyone. Yeah. Interest in celebrity drama and Love just that. like social media know-how. Guys, I went with Bette Midler. Bette Midler? Wow, that was out of left field. Do you field. follow Bette Midler on Twitter? Because she is constantly, Steve knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. She's oh constantly my God. talking shit. She's constantly engaging with the memes, engaging with all the trends. This is the worst possible to drag people. She's like Sophie Turner. If Sophie Turner had like 60 more years of life, I don't know how old Bette Midler is. Uh, that's what I went with. But does Bette Midler want to talk about Noah She's Centineo? She's so online. Yes, oh. she does. You guys need to follow her on Twitter. Okay. She's a great follow. Okay. Ooh, or Kelly, share. Share. I thought about share too. Guys, they're sure, so messy. Fun. Again, they're so messy. Cher on doesn't media. give a crap about the low level. Does she, she does. Do you think Cher wants to talk about Trisha Paytas, Amelia? Oh my think god. Think about Dear, that. Cher no. doesn't know she wants to talk about Trisha Paytas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my answer to this question was Andy Cohen because he knows <gasps> all the drama. Mm. He's organized, so he mm. won't bring more chaos to an already chaotic podcast. True. <laughs> he would be a professional like me. We'd be on the same team, and that's who I pick. Wow, she's replacing us I with love Andy that. Cohen. I love that. Whatever. It's fine. Okay, next question comes from Paige Piper. Mm. If you had to be on a reality TV show, which would you choose? And how do you think each other would do on the shows that you chose? Kate, you want to start us off? I do. So, you know, I'm not a big reality TV person. But Mm. back in the day, there was one that I watched constantly with my family. And we would always talk about how we were going to go on it someday. And that's The Amazing Race. (gasps) Yes. Yeah. Now, okay, looking back, like, The Amazing Race is, like, kind of bad now and, like, definitely racist. However, at the time, it's just not great. It just, there's a lot about it it online. However— very entertaining. Basically, if you don't watch The Amazing Race, you go to different countries, you like do all these challenges, yeah. you travel, you eat weird food, like you just do all this stuff. Okay, I can see why. It yeah, might be you, a little you know? <laughs> right. So I basically, my mom and my brother and I used to argue about how which two of us like would win mm-hmm. if we went on it. And we were always like taking my brother, but it was like me or my mom, like who would win? That's funny. So basically, I was thinking about it. I was like, if tea time, if I had to pick one person from tea time, to go on The Amazing Race with me. Who would I choose? First of all, I was thinking about Liz. I was like, very organized. Thank but you. like, French isn't that good of a language to speak <laughs> if you're going abroad. Wow, rude. Like, isn't that helpful? It could I don't be. Know. Also, it's so similar to Spanish that you could probably get away with Also, something. I was like, you know? Liz like doesn't eat a lot of meat. Like, isn't that adventurous of an eater? You know, you <laughs> But there's like so, always lettuce in every country. I mean, like, why are you fighting for lettuce? No, I'm just going saying. Because she knows in to... her heart, I'm the best amazing race partner. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm cool under pressure. Just PSA for those that's who are true. That's true. <laughs> so then I was like, Amelia, like definitely like willing to just like go for it. I you mean, know, I was like, you would probably like bungee jump off of something. Mm-hmm. If I was like, Amelia, I need you to do this. You'd be like, all right, like, mm-hmm. let's do it. But then I was like, mm, I'm not sure. Guys, I think I would pick Kaya. <laughs> I, I understand. I, yeah. I can't even she's, fight that. I know. She's been to like two states, but that aside, <laughs> I think she Except she and I would win. The she has race. been like to Australia and she I just know. got back from Japan. She has so now. She's, she's very well traveled now. Yeah, she's already got like traveler, the, the translation apps on her phone. She's ready to go. You're, she's I'm ready to I go. I think Kai and I would win The Amazing Race. Anyway, so mad at you. Who's that. next? Do you have an answer for that, Amelia? Yeah, I probably would do Survivor just yeah. because like. I don't know. I feel like I would be able to like kind of get along with enough people that yeah. I would stay hope crossing my fingers until like 
like when they start doing the jury stuff, yeah. you know, but then I'd probably really fuck it up really bad and be like, oh, yikes, oops, and then yeah. photo it out. Here's where I worry for you in reality TV. <laughs> it's yeah. not the actual competition or getting along with people. I worry when you're put in that confession booth, oh. what will come out, <laughs> oh, especially <no. laughs> after like a particularly bad conversation or you get upset. I'm worried you go into that booth oh, and you're like, way. oh my God, you would not believe. And that's what really kills people in the end. I know, I'd be like, that bitch. And <laughs> it would just not be It's good. the trash talking, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I fear for Would you. Would you be the one who's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. Like half and half. Like, Ooh. yes, but if I have a friend, like, like great. But like am I willing? Yeah, uh, that, fine. But like, just like one, you know? Just one. Everyone yeah, else, good. I'm willing to throw you off the boat. Right. You know? That's great. I love Into that. Shark I think you waters. would do great on Survivor. Thank you. You guys went very uh, nature-centric. Yes. I was yeah. thinking more, so I thought about The Bachelor first, and yes. then I thought, I'm way too shy. I would get kicked off night one That's because I would mumble Oh, you're something. not The Bachelorette? You're just like on The Bachelor? I'm a contestant. Okay. Right. I can see you on The Bachelor. Yeah, t- I think I'm too shy. I think this guy would be like, I don't, I don't know, she doesn't say anything, and then <laughs> boom, night one, I'm out. <laughs> so then I was thinking maybe like a big brother or Ooh. kind of something in a, a house because I hate conflict, and I feel feel as though I would just kind of stay in the corner the whole time, yeah. try to just hunker, you know, down. hunker down through the weeks yeah. and try to be a sounding board. Yeah. For- You're a people person. People like you. Yeah. You're not annoying most and of I, the time. Okay. And I can't survive in nature is pretty much the main right. thing. I feel like, yeah, why not? And you could, there's a lot of lounging, which is nice. You know, you'll just like hang out with people. Ooh, yes. That's true. Exactly. Thank you guys. Thank you for the support. Okay, Jareen Bellacura asked, for each of you, which celebrity's popularity confuses you the most? I love this question. Great I have question. a couple. Is. Good job, Jareen. Yes. I'm going to start. Do I have it. a couple I need to get off my chest. Obviously, Paul Rudd goes without saying. We're just going <laughs> to move on. I do not get the appeal of the, <laughs> the following people, and I know you'll have problems with pretty much one in particular. Yeah. So I'm going to fire them off really quick. Great. I don't understand how the following people are famous. Anna Kendrick. Hate that woman. <laughs> the Crown, so boring. The Jonas Brothers are a bad band. And then Jodie Comer and Killy Neve aren't that great. <laughs> Whoa. I'm so glad this has been our last episode of time. It's been a really fun I don't time with you, Amelia. <laughs> Every person online that's like, Jodie Comer, skin me with a blunt sword and then hang me out to dry. You're it's like, looking at her. How dare you? I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. Um, I've literally never felt more betrayed. <laughs> I can't believe you sat next to me and wrote that down and then just like continued living your life. Iconic, honestly. Okay, what are wow. your guys' answers? First of all, can I, we just, I'm just going to expose you now because this is just Ooh. all out war. Liz doesn't like Anna Kendrick because Anna Kendrick is short. <laughs> How dare you? It's true. I don't like her short girl energy. I don't mind that she's short. See, you don't like that she's short. It's it's that the short is her personality (laughs) is the problem. Being 5'1 doesn't make you more interesting than being 5'6. It just doesn't. I have Ansel Elgort. That's who I have too. Amazing. You've always been my favorite. (laughs) You're the only person I like on this podcast. I just like, I have Ansel Elgort and I also have, and I know you guys are going to disagree with me, but like Shawn Mendes, I don't care. You don't care about Shawn Mendes? I, especially with Camila Cabello. Yeah, I they really do They were so annoying at the AMAs. Care. So you're not even like disgusted like me and Kata. You're just full apathy? Well, I mean, I'm disgusted, but I feel like— Shawn Mendes is actually talented, though. He has a good voice. Okay, he, mm-hmm. that Stitches song is pretty damn right. good. Right. So is. I'm like, I understand how he's famous and popular. Ansel Elgort, I literally do not understand. He can't do That's anything true. better than anyone else. Acting, meh. Mm-hmm. Singing, meh. Dancing, <laughs> meh. Yikes. Really annoying face. Like, yeah. really annoying personality. 
Somehow this pod turned out even spicier than our normal <laughs> episodes, and I don't know how that's possible. <sighs> okay, yeah. next question comes from Brittany Quinn. She asked, if you could sit courtside next to any celebrity, who would it be? Wow. There's only one right answer, and it's Rihanna. I literally had that answer, too. <laughs> Amelia, we're just crushing it. Wow. Do you want to just do this by yourself next time? <laughs> um, there are plenty of reasons. First of all, the cameras are always on you. However, no one's looking at you. The perfect perfect courtside situation Mm. because you're, like, experiencing it, but, like, no one cares about you. You're hiding in plain sight. If she interacts with you in literally any way, you're instantly memed for all eternity. Ethan Hawke, how he, like, moved his son so that he could sit next to Rihanna courtside. Jake Gyllenhaal, the meme where he's, like, looking up at her, like, and she's just, like, talking. And he's like, oh, my God, I would, like, literally die for you. She's Rihanna. She's so like Rihanna. spending any time in her presence just like adds 10 years onto your life. And you know she is shit-talking every single one of those <laughs> players on the court. Yes. And you get to watch everyone else in the entire building lose their shit over Rihanna. And be jealous of you that yeah. you're sitting there talking to her. Sitting yeah, totally. next to Rihanna. Totally. Here's the problem with Rihanna. I respect oh that opinion, God. but I don't want to be memed on Twitter. That's actually one of my greatest fears. So, <laughs> so you have to, Rihanna, yes, you. they need a thousand paparazzi photos so much so that every single reaction, she's going to be photographed. What mm-hmm. you need is a celebrity where you'll be photographed next to them, but just like one singular shot. These magazines, these outlets need like one photo to prove that my pick, Jennifer Aniston was sitting courtside, mm-hmm. but they don't need Jennifer Aniston looking up at the Jumbotron 10,000 times. So here's my plan sitting next Mm -hmm. to Jennifer Aniston first I think she'd be pretty friendly because she like doesn't know she's not a big sports fan so I feel like me Mm. and her would be like the whole like elbow being like oh like what is this like (laughs) kind of thing on the court and then also she'd be photographed once and then that would be it and then you could actually enjoy the game I don't want to be nervous the whole time that I'm like you know slouching or like looking ugly or something like that that's true are you worried about who Jennifer Aniston like brings with her she has like Mm. some annoying friends what if she's there with like Ellen Oh, that's true. And also, Ellen did get in trouble with right. sitting next oh, to people right, recently right. at sports games. You don't want to accidentally be pulled into that. Right. I guess I pray that she brings Courtney Cox and then oh, bail yeah. if then she you're brings really someone. Yeah. Or wow. maybe Justin Theroux, like a reconciliation. Oh. No, Perhaps. I don't want any part of that. I feel like you he's can not smell really his a cologne from like three rows sure. away. Mm. Not into that. Okay, fine. Rihanna's the right answer. Next question comes from our very own Kevin O'Connor. Thank you so much, Kevin, for submitting the following question. Where do Grimes and Elon rank as the greatest celebrity couple of all time? I would put them first. That's Kevin's words. FYI. Kevin, never change. Please never change. Kevin, they're low on the greatest of all time list. They're really low. They're almost dead last. They're very high on the weirdest celebrity couples of all time list, though, I think. Right? Yes, agreed. Also, real quick, we we aren't having a regular pod this week, so we couldn't talk about it. But did everyone see Elon Musk have the guy throw the metal ball into the window of his car? Yes, that was supposedly bulletproof. Amelia shattered. I I just like don't care about Elon Musk. I'm sorry. (laughs) You'll die. I'll show it to you off mic. It's really good, Kevin. Um, I think we need to get you some better celebrities to follow. Yes, and also this is like the equivalent of me being like, Charles Barkley is my favorite basketball (laughs) player because he's funny. Wow, you know, savage. It's true though. Actual best celebrity couples of all time. Do we have any favorites that we want to shout out? I fucking love Goldie Hawn and Kurt oh, Russell. I too. Oh, I hate that we're agreeing. Yes. I knew we have more oh, in common. Man, I knew it. That's a good one. I also have a David Bowie and Amon on, on my list. Oh, well. that's good. Oh, yes, R.I.P. Iconic. KOC, yeah. can I interest you in Paul Bettany and Jennifer Connolly? I love Paul Bettany. Oh, God. Wait, is it? Damn it. 
Kevin likes this because he likes the music of Grimes, right? Yeah. And, and I, I think he's also just fascinated by how weird they are. Oh, okay. Because yes. I feel like we could find, Kevin, if you're listening, we could find you like a cool music person. Mm, we'll work on like. that. That's yeah. interesting. You're right. If you want like a bizarre couple. Yeah. You deserve better, Kevin. Can I interest you in Lana Del Rey and her cop boyfriend Honestly? who's <laughs> on TV? What's yes. his name again? It's something Sticks. weird. It's Sticks. <laughs> I will also, never guys, forget we, that. We rolled right past Paul Bettany and Jennifer Connelly, but I love that they have you ever heard about how they got married because of 9-11? What? Yes, you told me that story. Yeah. They like were in a movie together and they were like very casually dating, and then 9-11 happened, and Paul Bettany literally called her and was like, Shit. Our our lives are so impermanent, like anything could happen. Will you marry me? And then they got married. It's that, true. That's also what kind of happened with Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Wow. I can't believe you just compared Didn't Paul Bettany. No, <laughs> out as well. Just saying it's as uh, well. But thank you again, Kevin, for writing it. Yes. All right, next question comes from Alora Kakaden. His question is, what movie would you do if you were on The Rewatchables in a group and individually? I believe The Rewatchables have already done all three of like oh. my favorite movies. Oh. They've done The Princess Bride and When Harry Met mm-hmm. Sally. And I think they've done Moulin Rouge. Have they done Moulin Rouge? Oh. If they haven't, that's my pick for me individually. Like and together, one. I think we would crush a High School Musical Rewatchables. Ooh. We would crush a Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants yes. Rewatchables. We could yes. do a whole pod on Blake Lively's nose job. And her extensions <laughs> in that movie. I could do a oh monopod, yeah. just solo on a mic about Blake Lively's nose job and how that changed the course of our culture. Yeah, I, Bill Simmons, are you listening? This is free oh content. My, how would, what is going? I'm like in shock right now. Okay, yeah, wouldn't that be great? And I mean, I've wanted to do that since day one, and I didn't know you guys were on board, but I, I'm on I board. guess here we are. All right, anyone I, else? I want to do How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days Oof, because that is a good. genuine rewatchable yeah, movie for me. Great. I watch that a lot. I think Mr. and Mrs. Smith could be good because then Ooh, we could yeah. talk about Brangelina at that time period. Just juicy stuff. There's a lot there. And then, you know, Country Strong in case um, you know what? it comes to it. <laughs> Honestly, Country Strong, I think is a great one. Another one I was going to say, we should do like a Star is Born because, Hell yeah. come on. Haven't they already done that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well have. then never also, mind. have you guys, I think musical movies should be done more on rewatchables. <gasps> oh, have you guys yes. ever seen Burlesque with Christina Aguilera? I know you have. Oh, we've talked about Cher, It's the most rewatchable Ooh, movie What about I've Mama Mia? I was going to say, if we're doing rewatchable movies, we got to do Mama Mia. Mia. Yeah, you're right. I it's love a classic. Mama. Let's do a spinoff musical rewatchables pod. Okay, in secret? Again, Bill Simmons. In secret, just for us. Okay, great. Great. Oh. Okay, next little set of questions are based on Instagram, which mm. we're all our experts on, as everybody knows. So we have the yeah. authority to answer these. Kathleen Hill asked, who is your most problematic fave Instagram follow? Great question. I thought about this so much. I literally went through everyone I followed on so Instagram. So did I. Oh, wow. To see. First, I was like, okay, I follow a lot of these like fucking models, you know, mm. oh, and I wish I got to unfollow. I would pay someone to go through my Instagram should, follows and just unfollow everyone. I will literally do that for you for free. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. They're really bad. I got to do it. But I decided, I, this is really embarrassing, but I'm really obsessed with those like hip hop dancer accounts where like they do the dance classes. Like Jabberwockies? And they do, no. Oh. And they do like little short choreography routines, like songs. But there's one called Delaney Glazer. And she's really good. But it's problematic. You guys are already making fun of me, but it gets worse. She used to be a backup dancer for Chris Brown. Oh, no. And she does a lot of Chris Brown songs. No. It's really bad. I'm trying to stop. But she's really good. I promise people listening to this podcast have heard of her and follow her on Instagram. She's great. But she's problematic. Um, So that's my answer. Okay. I feel great about it. I was thinking about this. I like am not. I'm sorry. I'm so not thorough. I didn't go through all of my Instagram follows, but um, it went great for me. So. <laughs> we'll see exactly. 
I think probably John Travolta. Like <laughs> I've always been on the John Travolta train and I feel like, and I don't even want to go deep into the things that he's been accused of and stuff, but there's that whole Scientology aspect right. mm-hmm. of course. that I'm afraid of. And I should, I you know, maybe I'll unfollow him. But you have to follow him because we have to track his hair. He's insane. And some I days it. he's bald. Some days he has like some a full wig. I know. Oh. Like it's such a rich text. You got to keep up on it. Uh, I follow Elizabeth Moss, which covers the same yeah. category, yeah. but mm-hmm. I like to handmade tale. I like Mad Men, sure. but yeah, that's tough. Also Noah Centineo, problematic. Can't unfollow him. John Mayer, same thing. Yeah. I follow these tough. people in secret, yeah. but my real problematic follow that I need to quit is Busy Phillips. Wait, I why is she I quit her like a year ago. Because She's so annoying. Oh. Yeah, that's the only problem. Wait. The poor woman <laughs> is just kind of difficult to listen to these days. <laughs> and I feel like I followed her originally for these like 10 parts. You just talk to the right. camera. Uh-huh. Now it's a lot of lexic. That stick is so thin. I know. It was fine wow. like a year and a half ago. And then she got her talk show and everyone was like, oh, this mm. is really annoying. I know. It's bad. Yeah. I got to unfollow that woman. Interesting. Let it go. Next question about Instagram. Emily Day asked, if you could only follow one celebrity on Instagram, who would it be and why? I'm going to say it again. Rihanna. She's just like, (laughs) I don't know. I love her life. I think she's really interesting and funny. Does she post enough, though, to sustain your Instagram needs? See, like, I don't, like, really follow that many celebrities on Instagram. Like, Mm -hmm. I try to make a point not to, but, like, which is so stupid. But um, I guess, yeah, she posts enough for me to be like, (laughs) ha, ha. Every now and then, you know? Okay, understood. See, my thing, I tried to pick someone that wouldn't, like, if you follow Rihanna, like, her, everything she posts on Instagram is going to get a headline and going to get a tweet and going to get a Facebook post. Like, you're going to come across it anyway. True. So I was like, if I follow someone on Instagram, I want it to be someone who, like, is pretty under the radar, Mm. provides me with a wealth of content. I want the outfit pictures. I want the memes. I want the family content. Sure. You guys are going to make fun of me again. I went with Diane Keaton. (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Incredible Instagram follow. And let's just is uneducated. You guys got to catch up I mean, on your, like— You're following Diane Keaton because she posts memes, too? Yeah. She, okay. You guys. Who you knew? Just, if you know, you know. <laughs> that clearly. Miller, Diane Keaton, pioneers of the social media generation. This is telling of you, Kate. <laughs> my answer was Laura Harrier because— Oh, don't roll your eyes. Let me make a case for it. <clears throat> she is stunning. She is absolutely beautiful. I have a legitimate crush on her. Same. Second, she posts real photos of her boyfriend, Clay Thompson, who's on the Love. Warriors. Pretty cute. They vacation in like very nice, luxurious places. Kevin, you should follow them. Oh my God, great idea. Wow. Kevin O'Connor. New celebrity couple for Kevin O'Connor. You're yeah. right. This Perfect. is your new thing. This You're is- welcome. Great idea. Yeah, she posts per- same thing though with Diane Keaton, I suppose. She posts <laughs> personal photos and then photo shoots and like it's a healthy combo, which is what you need. And she's going to be in the new Ryan Murphy show, Hollywood. So you got to get on the Filming train. Filming on this very lot. The Early. Your train. Yes, exactly. Okay, Teresa T.C. Tanner asked, if you could give any celebrity a social media tutorial, who would you pick and what would you teach them? Oof. These are great questions, you guys. Yeah, good job. Let's go for it. <sighs> okay, well— I have a couple that I would give to the entire celebrity world. Yeah. I would say, please, my one gripe about Instagram and celebrities, how they use their Instagram stories, they blast rap music. They post a (laughs) selfie video of them like pouting and kind of just looking into the camera for like five seconds and then end it. I need those videos to stop. Although I'm not who they're like, Kylie Jenner is not posting that video for me to see. She's seen it like maybe Drake sees it. But I hate those mindless kind of just like 
It's like a thirst trap, but with rap music and you're just silently looking. Mm. I also want celebrities to stop reposting like publicity about them on their stories a million different times. Do you guys yes. know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Where it's like an article from Vulture, an article yes. from Deadline, and an they're article really from the small. Ringer. You like can't yeah. click into the link. Yes. Also, do not, if you're like A-list, if you're like Reese Witherspoon, if you are Nicole Kidman, don't do that. Yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> you don't need, you are stooping to a level that is so beneath you. Exactly. My last lesson for the celebrity world would be more Q&As because I fall Ooh, I like for that. every single one of those. I read every Q&A <laughs> I see on Instagram. It's a problem. Amelia? I would say, you know, Noah Centineo. I feel like <laughs> yeah. he opened his mouth and everyone fell out of love with him. It's so of, true. You know? And he had like, and again, I was too young to know what Brad Pitt in the 90s was like. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he had the same kind of momentum that Brad Pitt in the 90s had with, like, Thelma and Louise. Like, he became a huge thing. And I think Noah Centineo kind of became a huge thing with To All the Boys I Love Before. But, like, thank God. I mean, Brad Pitt seems like a smart guy. And, like, you know, there was no social media back then. But mm-hmm. Noah Centineo, all of his dumb, dumb— thoughts are broadcast to the world it truly though it's insane so you have a specific authority to talk about this because you are you work exclusively (laughs) in social media what would you tell him to do just post more generically or post no captions honestly if i was him i would hire someone just to do it for me except i will say this because i was looking at her instagram recently jessica chastain has this new video up, which I think is by that Westbrook group who works with celebrities. And it's like her, but like her as like art. But then they they morph into Jessica Chastain. And it's like, she's really trying here. Like, you know what? A plus for effort, but it's just not working out. I think hers is too curated Mm. for like, I want to go viral because remember she had that boob the horse from right. the horse yeah. now she has this she right. also had like this other video where she was like eh, yeah it's she art. did a whole thing with like sophie turner yeah yeah it's just like you need to calm down she does need to do a little bit less yes i would say the same thing for reese witherspoon which you know will be sure. unpopular because she's a very joyful woman i feel bad yeah. crapping on this but it's very 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 orchestrated all her draper jane yeah. draper stuff, jane photo shoots, yeah. her book club her book club yeah yeah i also yeah. on the same i felt really bad about this too but like chris evans like <laughs> he's so earnest on social media and like the pictures of his dogs and like the political tweets and like he's like the epitome of like strength and leadership and like blah 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 and like I just he's just so uncool Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it used to work for me and now it just doesn't and I just need him to like be funny one time on social media he's a little too hokey for you like just tweet like one thing that's just like dumb if he had an Instagram do you think that would work out better for him because it would be like all dog pics Yes, a little bit. Because okay. I think the dog pics seem a little forced on Twitter. Like, it's sure. like, I'm going to tweet this, and then it's going to go viral yeah. because it's my dog, and I'm Chris <laughs> that's Evans. That's true, that's true. And, like, yeah, I think an Instagram would fit better for okay. him. But I just am over the shtick. Okay, last Instagram-centered question is from Nicole Almeida. She said, if you could have one celebrity's phone for a day, who would you choose, and what would you do on or with the phone? Okay. Oh, I said Taylor Swift. Ooh. I have a lot of questions. First of all, you could get tea on Carly Kloss. Hell yeah. Which I just need in my life. I just have to know. Were they ever madly in love? How did it end? You could get the tea on basically all of One Direction, Harry Styles included. Like, did that happen? Mm. Who are they with? Is Zayn with Gigi? What happened with them? What happened with Harry and Taylor? But are you then, that means you're looking through her text messages and just searching like Harry and... Yes, I'm reading every text message she's ever sent. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. 
you get the tea on all the Kardashians. True. Mm-hmm. All of them. Everything that happened with Kanye and Kim. Oof. You get the wow. whole Scooter Braun thing. You know, who if Ooh, it's Taylor's yeah. fault or not. Which I just need to know about Taylor Swift in general. Like, I just need to know, is she like a, is she like a Kris Jenner? You know, like, is she orchestrating all of this? Yeah. Or is she, like, actually a good person who's talented and, like, we should support? Like, I just want to know that in my life. It's both. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I want to leave all that behind and read her entire conversation with Joe Alwyn because— That, too. What do they talk about? What do they talk about? Her lyrics where he saves all his dirty jokes for me. Like, what is he cracking? I know. Actually, that's the big—I need to know, like, what is Joe Alwyn working with? Yes. (laughs) Taylor Swift. Totally. Because he seems like the most boring human in history. Just, like, imagine the group chats. Imagine all the texts. Imagine, like, all the information that she has yeah. about everyone. And wow. she, it's just also just, like, a huge Rolodex of celebrities. Yeah. I feel like you just, like, get everyone's phone numbers. Oh, my God. You're so right. Question yeah. for you. Kim Kardashian famously deletes every single text conversation she's ever had. Like, wow. even with her mom. That's It'll appear new, like, every day, oh basically. God. She likes to have, like, net zero That's in her texting. Psychotic. Yeah. lot to hide, perhaps, <laughs> but we're not going to think about that. Do you think Taylor Swift is the same way? Or do you think it's just scrolling of, like, every A-lister under the sun? I think she probably deletes. Yeah. Oh, is that the celebrity way, you think, just to clear Maybe. it out? Yeah. Probably. Do you think any of them have, you know how sometimes it goes viral on Twitter where it's like you have 18,000 emails? Do you oh think God, celebrities yeah. have that same thing but for texts? Ooh. No, because I think their assistants like clear it out. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And they might like, have like two phones? she's got an assistant on like a MacBook, oh. like doing the, yeah. going through all the like random shit of like Julia Roberts being like, hey, when can we come by the like 1989 tour? See, that's why I think I would have like several phones, like Right. One for, like, my really good friends yeah. and family and Ooh, stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then this for, like, Julia Roberts requests. Right, you know. exactly. Right. Yeah. But no one else has an answer for that question? I mean, I really like your Taylor Swift answer. Thank you. I would t- This is so basic. I almost don't want to say it aloud. No, but it's it. got to be done. I want to read what Beyonce is doing and what <laughs> she is texting Jay-Z. And I want to know how much stuff is delegated to other people. Mm. How, what is she giving to her different staff members? Because I'm assuming it's at least like yeah. 15 people large. Also, what is her photo editing app? Oh, yeah. Mm, you know? Great and question. I want to see personal photos of the babies. I, it's yeah. good to just do a mysterious A-list celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Or, There's so much to learn. I know. So maybe I'm thinking like now Brad Pitt or Leo just because mm. you got to export that contact list and you have every single person under right. the sun. That is exactly. so true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's about to get pretty cursed. It's about to get wild. We're going to do lightning round animal questions. And first of all, thank you guys for knowing us well enough to ask yes. us animal questions. This is a very special brand that we've cultivated over the past year that we did not intend to cultivate. Indeed. We Wildlife didn't, experts. We didn't set out to talk about fish tubes or feral hogs. And yet here we are. So here <laughs> no, we are. Further ado, Kelly Seymour asks, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses this is a very popular internet question this is like in all the celebrity like reddit amas they ask them this mm-hmm. i want to propose that we change this to one feral hog sized duck or 100 duck sized feral hogs the problem is you're not there's no dif- there's not a big enough difference i would That's say true. between you're the right. size of a feral you're right. hog and you're right because the duck would be like taller than you if it's a horse size but if it's a feral hog it's like waist height right tops right you're right so we got to stick with the horse um it's got to be the horse sized duck right that's what I was thinking. That's a pretty big duck. No, though. it can't be the horse-sized duck because so, oh, horses are actually 
Yeah, that'd be like a bunch of little horses. You could just like kick them around. That's oh. what this is so bad. But I did a think lot, that I, like you could just kick them away as opposed to a horse-sized duck. The beak alone could swallow at least half of you like an alligator. Right. But yeah. are ducks actually like bloodthirsty is the thing. I guess horses aren't either. Like is the duck like trying to kill you? Yeah, I guess I that's, that's always the, inherently in the <laughs> yeah. question. Um, okay, you're right. I'm switching it to a hundred is so many though. I could do like 20 duck-sized horses. That's true. But what do you do to defeat the one horse-sized duck? Just like hit it with a baseball bat. Oh, so now we have baseball bats? <laughs> oh my God. Do you have nothing to no. your disposal? Just like you and your like tennis shoes? And your will to live. <laughs> like Zac Efron's <laughs> killing Zac Efron. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go. Oh Final answer, God. I'm still going to go one horse size duck. That was free advertisement, Quibby. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia, what's your answer? I think, see, like, this is really weird, but have you ever seen Donald Duck in Disneyland? Yes. Maybe oh, yeah. He just has a cute little, like, white belly. You're yeah. Like, I don't know if he's cute. That's not that scary. No, it's not that oh, scary. Giant duck and I would, like, scary. try to befriend it and, like, pet it and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's tame. your move. You would tame yeah. the horse size oh, duck. Oh, I Honestly, see. Honestly, yeah. So it I would benefit me in the long run. Right. And I could use it as a car. Right. Like, ride it to work every day. Exactly. Liz? I'm going 100 duck-sized horses. Well, Okay. Um, because of the kicking power. The kicking power? <laughs> <laughs> so my power thighs could kill at least 15 uh, of them. We never released We never released Liz's failed bottle cap challenge, but I have no faith in your kicking ability whatsoever. <laughs> that will never see the light of day. And Unless you write like a tell-all uh, book about me and publish. I mean, all if you my- keep dragging Jody Comer, I have all sorts of things that could see the light of day. Perhaps moving right along, Logan Smith asked, "Which animals will have viral moments in 2020? I.e., fish in tubes and feral hogs Oof. in 2019." Wow, um, cats—they're coming for the Oscars. Oh my god, you're so—I forgot about that. Oh, I see. Yeah, that was my only answer. I don't have a, like, I can't predict what animals are going to be popular. This is a little depressing, but I said, like, koalas, because apparently those brush fires in Australia have kind of decimated the entire population. You know, there was already a viral one with a cast. Like, it had a cast on its leg, and I was like, oh, the koala. Oh, I shouldn't have gone last. Oh, mine is so much worse. That's such a (laughs) nice, lovely answer. (laughs) Oh, no. No, that we need, like, some fun Yeah. Okay. Pick Uh, it back up. My answer was, uh, I thought we're going to see a big rise in, like, TikTok friendly animals like chaotic quick moving things Ooh. because TikTok's so popular we need you an animal what? that will like like dogs like are out dogs don't oh, do anything shit. on like a moment's notice lizards act really chaotic really quickly are you and saying that's that because need. Liz lizard I am do Thank you think you, yes. it's gonna be like like lizards like jumping at the camera like, yes what does exactly what lizard do that's gonna be a a viral they, TikTok. They jump. And they go like... Bleh, bleh. They don't make any noise. They lick things and they move. What's oh. an animal that moves really quickly that's household? <laughs> <laughs> or a hamster, actually. Literally Oh, so hamster. No, nah, hamster. Cats have had their moment for a million years. Grumpy Cat was born in like 2000. And he's dead now. R.I.P. Oh, God. God. Sorry, I'm sorry. We talked but, about it on TikTok. Honestly, yes, I maybe... He died the, of like a urinary tract oh infection. God. <laughs> and it was a she. It was a she. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. It's going to be okay. cats, though. Cats have staying power. I suppose we'll see. Okay. Mm. Uh, next question is from Jordan Casey. Oh, God. It gets worse <laughs> from here. <laughs> Guys, we have to choose. I just want to say that they asked this question, and Liz was like, there's an obvious answer. <laughs> uh, there is an obvious answer. Jordan Casey asked, fuck, Mary kill, 
30 to 50 feral hogs, the fish tube, and then one of the cat slash human hybrids from cats. Guys, who are we fuck, marrying, and killing? <laughs> okay, let's tell us your obvious answer. We actually disagreed earlier when we talked about this. Oh. But she seemed pretty uh, tied to this. Okay, there's one obvious answer. I believe I'll stay the same as I'm looking at this again. You have to... Oh, this sounds so... It sounds so <laughs> crass coming out of my mouth. I'm really sorry to my family members who listen. I'm going to... <laughs> F the fish tube, marry sure. the 30 to 50 feral hogs, no. and kill one of the cat human no. hybrids. That's not what you said earlier. <laughs> you gotta kill the feral hogs. Oh, there no. are 30 to 50 of them and they're feral. You gotta kill the feral hogs. You fuck a cat human hybrid. Some of them look like Idris Elba. Like you just gotta do it. And then you marry the fish tube. <laughs> Because it's saving ecosystems and salvaging the natural rhythms. There's of the an obvious reason why you marry the fish tube, and that's not why, Kate. But it, we're not going to get because it just eats you out of the house. It's economical. <laughs> yeah, that's it, Amelia. What was your answer? <laughs> See, I would say I would marry the thirty to fifty feral hogs. Why? Because <laughs> I could tame them, and they could work for me. Wow, that's honestly okay. smart. Thank it's you. Not, it not. is. Imagine having a team of thirty to fifty. Feral hogs at your beck and call. Oh, okay, but God. the term feral implies that they cannot <laughs> yes, be tamed. Yes, but like the dogs were once feral, and okay. so were horses. That's ambitious. And All so right. were dogs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta move on. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're ending this with the best question of all <laughs> heading into the holiday season. Yes. At Emily Ruth 24 asked, which tea time episode or segment wow. would you be most horrified to have played at your family's holiday gathering for everyone to hear? Are we including that last segment? Yes. <laughs> that's we are. up there immediately. <laughs> um, it feels like there's only one answer yes. to this question. I'm curious if we agree. Oh. Shall we say it all at one time? Me and you no. are gonna sync up. I don't know that we are actually. I don't, yeah. Here, you go first, because I don't think we have the same one. It's gotta be the toe sucking. <laughs> so I had that. <laughs> but then I remembered our debate about whether Emily Radikowski skinned her husband's oh, pubes right. in the name of feminism. <laughs> in the name of feminism. I love that added little. I'm like blushing thinking about that conversation. That yeah. was so bad. It was really bad. We really went for it. <laughs> That that's my number one. For I don't know sure. why you're silent. You were the one who yeah, thought you saw Amelia. <laughs> See that, but and that is the key to my entire being with my parents and my extended families. They're like, we know you're weird. Like, oh, whatever. Sears wouldn't be horrified. Oh, you don't hide your real with, personality around your family. No. Weird. Can't really. Yeah, I think yeah. The toe sucking for me. Also, I have tried to get better, probably to no avail. But <laughs> I cursed a lot, which upset my mom. Oh, right, um, and that sucked. We haven't gotten better about that, really. But I know family members listen to this podcast. My uncle right. Dave submitted a question Aww, to this. Sweet. Oh my God. We didn't get to, unfortunately. Hi, Sorry, Dave. Uncle Dave. <laughs> wow, it was nepotism will get you nowhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, the toe sucking is really uncomfortable. And I know both my Which parents— Which one? We've talked about toe sucking a lot. Army Hammer? Was oh. that our worst one? That was no, our first one. No, I think one. the Dum Dum. The Dum Dum. Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dum. I wasn't really a part of the Army Hammer toe sucking thing, but I was very That was involved. our first one, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Just to think. Guys, yeah. we've come so far. Seriously. Really embarrassing stuff. Do you think any of your family members will bring up tea time to you over Thanksgiving? Yes. Okay. I'm working. I'm Maybe. trying not to let like my grandparents know that it exists. Yeah. So it's a constant. See, everyone. Struggle. I feel like they're like, you're just on brand all the time, and I'm like, mm, yeah, well, you that's know, true. That feels right for you. Yeah. I love that Amelia is the same. I can picture her at the I Thanksgiving know. table, like Kylie. Careful with that ass. 
<laughs> I probably have said that. Probably. Okay. This was so lovely. I had so much fun doing this. Yes. If we didn't get to your question, there were some really in-depth, really good ones that we were like, we'll just save this for like a future pod. Yeah. yeah. So don't, you know, keep sending them to us. Yeah. It'll come in different categories right. at a certain point or like towards the end of the year. Yeah. We'll do decade-long yeah. and year-long stuff. Yeah, and we go. have a question every week, you guys. Unanswerable yeah. questions. True. Also, sometimes like I would give you Disney stories, but you're going to have to DM me because that can't be heard. <laughs> the tea is too hot. The tea is Sometimes scalding. it's too hot. Same with my Paul Rudd stuff. Anyway, anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you, Steve, for filling in as producer. Yes. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.